0: Welcome to Watershed's April podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove, and I'm a cinema curator here at Watershed. Uh, And for these um, first few months of 2021, when we're still in lockdown, I've been inviting guests who are our partners and collaborators um, at Watershed, and have worked with me on the programme in various different ways. And this month, I'm delighted to be joined by Adam Murray, adam is a film and music critic he's also a broadcaster and he's also a member of come the revolution which is a bristol-based black curating group um, who have um worked with watershed over a number of years now so i'm delighted to welcome adam welcome hi mark what what you know i mentioned come the rev and you know i mean i just think about all that that Intense work but pleasurable work that we would constantly be doing and talking about and, and shaping. And then you know, we've just spent this mad year um, in in kind of lockdown isolation. We've had little bits of bursts of you know reopening and things, but I mean what what how have you been keeping yourself sane? How have you been keeping yourself engaged and 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 you know, um, what have you been watching and how how's it been?
1: Yeah, Mark, I mean, um and we, we, we've talked about this very, very, very briefly, but it, it it hasn't been great, and I'll be really honest about that. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah,
0: it's been tough. I, I prefer yeah.
1: to sort of wear these things on my sleeve, and and actually, one of the a couple of the main things that have really helped during the year that we've had, cinema, photography, radio, mm. and, and video games, in that order. Yeah, <laughs> right. but we won't go into the, any of those other things. But um, if we focus on on the cinema, maybe a, a little bit of photography. Yeah. It, it, in the sense that the, the two are related to a certain extent. But those are certainly the things that have they've kept me saying, kept me going. And, Is that and taking held photographs
0: and, or 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 you know taking session? photographs
1: and and talking about photographs and, and sort of researching mm. photographers, it's become like a, a bit of a hobby. Mm. Um, and and that's something that's come together with a a Bristol based collective called common hand. Um, and, and their kind of focus is around sort of exploring ideas of the portrait and portraiture as a way to tell stories. Yeah. About people, places, creative individuals, uh, and even a way to kind of explore their discipline as, as an artist. Mm. So um, we've been exploring notions of sort of audio portraits, audio-visual yeah, nice. portraits. And so that that's been that's mm. that's certainly. Kept my kept myself and a, and a couple of other sort of colleagues and creatives.
0: So you, going. You, you've 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 been able to do that and with with, with other people and you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: We, we've we've got a platform. We've, we've got a small website online. I mean, we were working towards workshop workshops, but we've had to kind of we just shelve them for the time being. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. around sort, just sort of funding and logistics issues, but we're we're kind of good to go with lots of yeah, interesting I mean. things. That um, you know. Collaborating with um, Gary Thompson of Cables and Cameras has been really insightful. And we've we've been able to kind of work together um, in a really interesting way and just sort of trial things and experiment in in a way I've not been able to until recently. Um, I mean, I'm certainly hoping... um, uh, that you know come the rev we can we can kind of um regroup yeah when we get the opportunity yeah. but I think that I think the first insight at the beginning of all of this was that it I think it shows um how both fragile and strong collectives are because in these moments we're forced to sort of reassess you know what are our skill sets what what do we bring to the to the table you know and 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 at times when's the right moment to sort of engage with things and when's the right moment to kind of, um, because I think the main thread to all of this is is survival. How do you you survive, stay well, keep your relationships with people that you love and collaborate with and trust healthy in in a time where the, the very nature of the catastrophe at the doorstep, yeah. It was about the isolation of, of creative people.
0: Yeah. know, um, I, I, I mean, I think it's... You know, where, it's where
1: closeness and, and the collaborative yeah. experience is... Of, 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 it's the essence of what we do, right? Yeah.
0: And I think it's... I mean, I, I share your... Um, you know, what you're saying there in terms of... I think it's reshaped priorities. You know, we've taken... You realise how much you took for granted.
1: Uh, absolutely.
0: And, and kind of during this period just sort of going, oh, hang on a minute, what is it? And for me... Um, you know, thinking about cinema. I mean, you know, and I have written about this and I've probably <laughs> mentioned it in every single podcast. But, you know, the, they it, for me, it's been a real existential <laughs> crisis because, you know, cinema doesn't exist. I mean, we've always... We, at this moment in time, it does not exist. I mean, we're looking at it reopening, but we've had a whole period where it just isn't there. Um, but yet, you know, everybody's watching films, but yet cinema. Um, and... It's it's you, you sort of think oh um, hang on a minute something's missing what what has happened and I've kind of realised that um, you know that whilst people say oh well, you can watch films online you can do this you can it's great you know you can see all these films um, I mean I just put a, a title of a, a Satyajit Ray film into my search engine and next thing it's there and you can watch it you just think oh it's all very easy you know um, and accessible but. It, it, the, what I've realised is that the cinema experience is, is is actually yes, you're watching the film and and you're watching the film in very unique circumstances, in the cinema. But it's also the social, um, the, and it's and it's it, and it's the wider sort of collaboration and participation and and shaping it. That's all part of, you know, the the experience and the connection. And of course, we we've just we've just not been able to think about that because you mentioned Gary there from Cables and Cameras and I think that was probably one of the last conversations we had was Gary was planning um, an event in in, um, June last year and we were beginning to talk about and shape that up and you know now it's like okay can we start thinking about it again (laughs) you know um, but everything's been put on hold you know and, and actually, I remember as part of that, one of the, the and you'll be pleased to hear this, uh, Adam, is that one of the films that we talked about trying to that was that was going to open was the 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 remake of um, Candyman.
1: Ah, oh, um, still very excited about that. Which, which, which <laughs> very very excited. Which,
0: which looks as though it's going to be coming onto the schedules um, later in the year, because I know that um, horror films is a particular area of interest for you and kind of you know black representation and and you know kind of the horror genre is a really developing area when we're having those conversations so i mean i'm, I'm assuming that that's been an area for you of watching and reception
1: oh yeah <laughs> yeah massively so i mean yeah interestingly mark i mean I'd like um i would say even horror black horror both notions for me which go all the way back to my childhood. I think the genre that captured my imagination the most, horror, followed by anything to do with UFOs. And I think these notions are driven around childhood experiences, and they're deeply attached to notions of identity. And, and, you know, the, the alien motif for me is always something that revolves around fitting in the outsider uh, and, and... Yeah, the outsider. And, and horror, um, it is very much the same. Uh, and again, we were kind of talking about this very briefly earlier. And yeah, I think there's something within horror which revolves around, um, you know, what lies within and how we interpret the world. And most of the time, what we project onto society and how we deal with things is, is you know, it's, it's the site of sort of deep repressed... Um, you know, both individually and, and, and collective, and it's kind of social, cultural repression around, you know, who is the monster, who is the enemy, the enemy within, the enemy at the border, um, and you know, motifs around um, folk culture and how we interpret uh, what we, what frightens us individually and collectively. So, I yeah, for me, horror certainly is something that's my sort of interest with it started in childhood and then kind of evolved through teenage years Mm. and it's quite it's initially it's kind of easy to project the reading of um, especially when we think about audience research around horror um, being about uh, teenage boys but I think most of the time horror it used to be the, the the sort of the site for a, a teenage white male audience. But I think mm. that's, I think demographically, that's, that's been shifting slowly over the last 20 years and then rapidly, I would say, within the last decade. Um,
0: well, I mean, I was going to mention um, Jordan Peele's, the big, um, you know, and mean, Get Out was one of the kind of serious, you know, that really shifted the horror genre into very directly into kind of black experience um, space, you know, was a hugely entertaining genre film, um, you know, with all the genre um, tropes, tropes yeah. going on, but was very focused in terms of its, its message and its address to- Yes, yeah, a, a,
1: def- a definite kind of uh, self-reflective uh, and reflexive kind of critical call and response with the genre. Yeah. yeah There's a annoying <laughs> you know, non- here's a, here's a trope yeah let's um now let's unpack that deconstruct yeah. it yeah. And, and kind of throw it back at the audience in this really yeah. kind of uh, at times like subtle and overt yeah. ways as it kind of builds towards its conclusion um yeah i mean the, the, interestingly you know we were able to kind of um work together on on screening get out Mm. And, and having some co- kind of like an introduction, some conversation around both Get Out and Us, um, and I think, it, yeah, interestingly for me, it definitely, it kind of turned me back onto horror again as a genre. Mm. Um, I mean, the idea of a of a horror club is something that I've, that's been sort of going through my mind for sort of two mm. two or three years. And I mean, I'd, I'd had a conversation with Karen. Karen Alexander at Cinema Rediscovered about this. Yeah, she, typical,
0: she's the the um, curator um, and and film critic that we've been working with for a, quite a few years now, for a
1: number of years, and um, and introduced me to, and in very typical kind of Karen fashion, she was like, "Now come on, Adam, if this is something that you you're interested in, you know, get it together. <laughs> you know, yeah. what are you going to do about it?" Um, and I think I remember being very nervous about what the introduction that i'd written for get out but i was but i was sort of confident about it because it's something i believed in so passionately and also because karen is someone who, um who was who a, a a true mentor and someone who i really look up to mm. um, and, I, and i kind of i was like i really wanted to get this you know because she was kind of like well you know are they what's this guy going to do with this mm. it i think it worked <laughs> yeah, 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 but you know, <laughs> but probably have to ask Karen as well. But out of that moment, um, and then engaging with Beyond Boundaries, it's so yeah. for, for the last sort of year or so, right up to the build-up of the of the pandemic, it, it's that was something I was going to yeah.
0: to do well, anyway. Well, you know, and we, we um, and without the him. help
1: of without the help of Beyond Boundaries, but that was that yeah. was really, um, it, you know, that was a real turning point. Mm. For me, in the sense of, I could do this. This is yeah. something that could become a reality.
0: Because when we we had those conversations last year with with Gary about cables and cameras event, I mean, I, I we were beginning to talk about that, the seeds of that idea of doing something in the the, the autumn. Um, you know, I was thinking from watershed point of view, oh, it'd be great to do something with horror in the autumn. It kind of always feels like the best time to do it. You know, and the nights are getting darker. Halloween's upon us. Um, and, you know, I was, I was keen to, and I, you know, I think we just take it as that's put that year to one side. Let's, let's look at this autumn yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with, with, with a fair wind. Let's see what we can oh, do. Fingers, I think,
1: fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the work that you've been doing, um, you know, particularly from that kind of perspective of race and, um, you know the films that have been coming through. I think it would be great to sort of explore it. So for those of you listening out there, I think definitely um, watch the space for that um, um, for that work, that curated season that will hopefully, fingers crossed, um, <laughs> if we can stay if we can stay open when we open um, um, for for the autumn. But is it's one of the things that interested me was that you know there are a number of films of, of which Get Out was 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 a was a singular one, um, but also films like Antebellum, um, which in in Candyman the remake of Candyman it seems to kind of call on um, and talk to. It's a bit like the call and response that you're saying. It seems to talk also to slavery. Um, you, you you know and these films do seem to be kind of visiting, revisiting um, the, the horror um, that, that was slavery and but really bringing that, those themes very directly into sort of mainstream film culture.
1: Yeah, Mark, I think there's uh, currently, I think there's a really interesting conversation to be had uh, around what the, mo- what the motivation is for an interest in, in black horror and the hope that it won't just be a fad uh, and this is something that, so, post us talking about uh, Get Out and Us, that led me on a journey towards discovering uh, Tanana Reeve Dew's work, who uh, at UCLA has run a course for the last couple of years uh, called The Sunken Place, which is an exploration of of horror noir of black horror, mm-hmm. um, which also um, uh, works in tandem. With a book published by Professor Armin's Coleman, uh with the same name, yeah. uh, uh Horror Noir. And it's an exploration of a hundred years of the of the uh, of the contribution um of Afro-American um creatives, actors, filmmakers right. to the horror genre, and also the the way in which race for better or for worse um has been represented, exploited, and has evolved over the years. So there's a great documentary that, that explores and unpacks a lot of these notions. And some of the great uh, black horror actors of, of, um, of the times are, are involved, but there's something that Tanana, that, that Tanana Reeve says around this notion of horror is part of the black experience. Yeah. And, and, and black horror is, we it, you know, black horror is our horror, is our, is our lives. You know, we, we've experienced mm. it we've mm. seen it recently with black lives matter Mm-mm. um and that the trajectory of which goes back centuries you know i remember standing up in an, an early uh, film studies class and, and and actually saying you know um griffith's birth of the nation is is that's it's a horror film
0: mm. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and, and one of one of the statements that think and i think, that, and that, and I think many, many... do makes is that you know, for black folks, for Afro-Americans and for black people, diasporically, mm. Birth of a Nation is a horror movie. Mm.
0: And, I, I, you know, I think it, many people would agree. Um, and I think that the, when, when we re-watch, re-look um, Griffith's film, uh, I mean, even when I was watching it as a student, um, a long time, quite a while back you know, it's very problematic you know, I mean, it was very problematic then it was very problematic before that you know, and then, yes. you know, I'm not seeing it from a black perspective, but when you begin to think about it, and you begin to think about, you know, the nature of the the narrative, and the the story yeah. that it's that it's telling you, know, and you're seeing it from a black perspective and it's a kind of origin story of of um, America you know, it's a kind of great American film origin story, but yet what it does is it positions black and white in a particular relationship, you know, which is which is why you know that uh, the work that you're doing in this area, I think, is going to be really exciting to to get in front of audiences and have those you know those kinds of discussions.
1: Yeah, I think what it's I think what it's about, Mark, is celebrating the fact that people of African descent have been both in front of and behind the camera in relation to the horror genre. For a hundred years, yeah, for longer than um, for longer than Jordan, but for yeah. longer than for, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's this notion that there have been there have been a number of different kind of moments uh, within the history of horror as a genre and the history of yeah cinema to, to the point where you know we there, there was a bit of a renaissance in the 90s with guys like Rusty Kandia who had directed Tales from the Hood, mm. uh, Cassie Lemons.
0: Who who was in the um? She was in the original. Um, She's in Candyman.
1: Candyman, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, you know, so, uh, as as well of as well as the black exploitation era, Blackula, uh, yeah. and then and then of course a film that certainly started my quest, or at least kind of led me back towards the the horror genre. Um, Gandra and Hess, mm, which, which again, which, which again, Karen and which, yourselves were
0: we put on at cinema rediscovered. Yes.
1: Absolutely. And that that started an internal conversation. So, you know, how, how is the genre being framed? How has it been explored? And actually, once you start to dig a bit deeper, you'd be more than surprised at the wealth mm-hmm. of yeah, of, yeah. of kind of cinematic history and, and kind of lineage that, that's there. Uh, and that's just, you know, all of this stuff is ripe for reimagining and, and rediscovering and exploring.
0: Mm. Well, well, we'll certainly um as I say to people listening, we'll, um, keep your eyes keep your eyes open, because we we will fingers crossed. As I say earlier on, we will look to do something in the autumn um, and begin to develop this as we as we reopen. But just going back to the beginning, a bit, Adam, you mentioned that, you know your early experiences of watching horror films. What what was the kind of what was the big what was the first one? What was the first one that you went, oh, hang on a second, there's something There's something happening here that, you know, oh, wow. there's, there's something that's, you know, um, different about this. In,
1: or, interestingly, I, and this isn't a shameless pr- plug, it will be interpreted as such, but it's not. I did actually write a little something about this in, in the booklet for Tales from the Herd. But interestingly, I, 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 I'd rather go in the other direction. I think one of the moments that really kind of, cemented horror for me in a shock way, I think would be John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. And well. um I, I just interviewing Rusty, I, I can't remember if it's in the interview or it got edited out, but I certainly remember before um record was pressed, I did say to him like, what's Keith David like? Because <laughs> 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 he's just like one of my heroes. I just think yeah. like um uh, and also his performance in They Live and and yeah yeah but yeah. um yeah. But just the the thing and this the the, the motif yeah. of uh, Kurt Russell and, yeah. uh, and and Keith David kind of last you know duking it oh, out God, until God. The, until the end and it's kind of got it's got that kind of really horrible uh, Cold War feeling to it. But just to, I think that the graphic nature of it mm. and just how stark it was, it really kind of yeah,
0: it, yeah it, I mean, it messed George, me up. John Capita's the boss. <laughs> I mean, John <laughs> Carpenter does the boys, you know. Um, um, I mean, Halloween for me was just like, oh my lord, you know. I mean, he's yeah. just, he's just. I mean, I mean, brilliant cinema, but and scared in scared the bejesus out you. Um, but you, you know, he he does he does um, develop themes and really interesting um, ideas about society as well as he begins to weave them through and and you know. Yeah, film, I mean, I think like my film. relationship
1: to horror it, it's something that like obviously unpacking this stuff and researching it so much of it for me I think really does it, it exists around what took place in my childhood uh, I, I mean I I kind of play with this motif all the time uh, and I, I've written about it I've only just started to write about it properly and unpack it but I just I remember having this experience um, of, of being uh, brought up uh, going to a Roman Catholic school
0: really? There's, on, there's, on the the there's the, ho- the, there's the horror. Of, there's, there's the, the horror, There's the basis. The basis of
1: the horror, right? <laughs> but, uh, right I've there. always had this always had this kind of like ongoing nightmare, which is um, building sandcastles on a on a on a cold East Anglian Suffolk beach, and sort of looking out over the coastline on a sort of grey day. And I was looking. I think Pam Hutch has just um, published something about about nuns. A really great yeah. piece about nuns in cinema and. I, sort of, I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, but it's it's sort of building sandcastles with these sort of silent nuns and school kids around me, you know, in, in the grey shorts that we used to wear, the little mm. jumpers and stuff. And I kind of being this little brown boy on the beach and, and kind of like a nuclear plume rising on the on the horizon out at sea. And that's something that that's always it's a motif that's mm. stuck with me. It's um, Cinematic
0: from, as well. From it's, childhood, it's,
1: you know, it's, 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 it, yeah, it's a it's real, profound, it's profoundly
0: <laughs> cinematic,
1: striking image, yeah. and it's never really gone away. And some, it, sometimes yeah. it's it, it's a returning sort of, yeah, you know, a returning sort of motif. But I think, yeah, it it, it neatly packages for me what the the, the horror sort of experience yeah. is for me, which is a very kind of 1980s Cold War, yeah.
0: Experience. Which has got that kind of personal, but also kind of global um, context as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, which which for sure. horror genre does brilliantly. Um, so, uh, as I say, um, that's something that's going to be um, definitely whetted our appetite. But, and I think we'll be coming to the end of the podcast um, soon. So, just thinking about reopening, we've mentioned um, I, I, it's something this month that's coming sharply into focus for me because. Um, cinemas will be opening in May. Watershed and um, beginning to look at the program for Watershed um, opening mid-May. I'm saying it with a you can tell the hesitancy in my voice. You know, <laughs> it's terrible. You're just kind of still holding the kind of certainty and the uncertainty. But you know, mm. there's some good, there's some good, well, some great films actually. I don't know why I'm being so casual about it. There's some great films coming up. Um, Nomad Land, the Chloe Jao. Yes. Um, film. There's Kelly and first cow. Um, there's some great films that um, that, that are coming up, um, and I'm looking forward to um, putting those in front of an audience again. Um, but what about yourself? What's What's you know, in terms of you know um, things that are coming up, and you're looking forward to? Um, what's on the What's on the horizon?
1: Um, well, I mean, I I, I really like. Um, Kelly Reichardt, so I'm looking forward to, to her latest. I was just thinking about um, Old Joy and the first time I watched Wendy and Lucy, which really it mm. just tore me apart the first time mm. um, I watched that film and just thinking about the way in which she works mm. and, and how she's able to kind of chart these incredible, almost like characters is kind of like archipelagos. Mm. Mm. So you That's slow- a Yeah, you, it's a nice you, way of putting that, it, yeah.
0: You know?
1: It's really intimate. Mm. With the people on the screen, and then all of a sudden, you start to see, you know, what's the word? You, you, you know, you get real uh, topo- topography of the way in which what, what motivates the, the human condition. Uh, so, I, I, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I'm looking to forward you. to that. I've,
0: I've, I've, I've had the pleasure or and privilege of seeing First Cow, and it is all those things, and it's, it's, it is about this kind of gentle but. Um, uh, relationship between two men and a kind of and it is a, again an origin story as it were the first cow is indeed the first oh, cow. Wow. <laughs> and, and amazing in in America. And it's a kind of um alternative um or history uh origin story of america um and it's got a very you you, you'll be pleased about this it's got a very jim jarmusch sort of pace and vibe so so, um so yeah um so that's yeah that's coming up and then um another one that we, we talked about um before the podcast is is um sound of metal um and riz ahmed i mean riz ahmed has just been a real force in, Amazing and and you know world filmmaking and British filmmaking. Yeah. Um, and um, sound of metal the film he's made in America about um, going deaf. He's a drummer, um, and he he goes, he, his hearing goes, and he goes and, and he seeks out the help of um, uh, a deaf community of therapists, therapists, um, uh, and it's an extraordinary film. Largely because of Riz Ahmed's performance, um, which is which is, and it's just so great to see him to see him in in this film.
1: Yeah, I I think it's it's a long time coming, isn't it? And um, I think I think Riz Ahmed is one of the great talents of the now, and and somebody um, as an artist that we should be really proud of as mm-hmm. a nation. Um, yeah, he's just a real just, a real powerhouse,
0: and it's not just it's not just a film, is it? I mean, music as well as he's.
1: Yeah, he's just, yeah, he really is. He, he's quite an outstanding individual. A, a friend of mine pointed out recently online was like, "Oh, Archie, you've got to check out what he's, you know, what what he's written." Um, just about it was something that that Riz had written about. He's kept a diary for almost a decade, mm. around lessons that he's learned. As, as an actor, as an artist. I mean, like, if that isn't the root of dramaturgy and, you know, he just strikes me as this kind of person that's the real, it, he, he's the real deal mm. and he's mm. completely invested in his craft. Mm. And um, just some of the writing around the release of this film uh, and he's written an awful lot and, all, and so far, everything that I've read that's been published of his around this film is, it, is excellent. Mm. And, and it's coming from a real uh, a, a genuine humanist position um, which it, I think that that can sound really kind of trivial and a bit cheesy on the surface but I think after the year we've we've had as human beings, I really don't think it is and I think if there's one thing that art and the art of filmmaking can offer us it's it it's that right mm. It could be this kind of healing tool um, Adam and i think i think riz is the real deal yeah
0: uh, hallelujah to that adam and i think that's an uh, appropriate point at which to uh thank you for um contributing to april's podcast some of the films and 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 you know the the seasons that we've been talking about will appear at a cinema near you at some point in the future but that's all for this month and um big thank you to adam
1: thank you for having me mark it's a real pleasure